You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This show is brought to you by K Jewelers. Listen up, NFL fans. K just dropped a collection of officially licensed NFL jewelry. Shop your favorite team in the True Fans Fine Jewelry Collection at k.com slash truefans. Gear up for the season and celebrate the love of the game with K. Wounded Warrior Project is working to foster the most successful generation of veterans in our nation's history. One of the ways they do that is through adaptive sports. Veterans are some of the most resilient people on the planet. It's not about what you can't do after experiencing injury or illness. It's about tapping into what you can do. Learn more about how Wounded Warrior Project's adaptive sports programs are changing lives at www.woundedwarriorproject.org sports. This is a podcast from Minute Media. It's about to go. The Buffalo Nerd Sports Podcast Where we talk history of the game numbers and stats And each week we highlight a charity that's doing good If you haven't subscribed yet, then you should Because I'm sick to this, this the, the real deal And you know I gotta shout out the Buffalo Bills Turn it up to the max, sit back and relax This the Buffalo Nerd Sports Podcast Let go! Hey, what is up, Bills Mafia? Welcome into this episode of the Buffalo Nerd, your home for Buffalo Bills football with a charity on top. Brought to you by Minute Media and Fansided. This is going to be the week 13 phase report. It's Wednesday. Yeah. The loss still feels bad. It was gross to watch. Uh, there's a lot of turmoil coming out of the loss. Uh, it's, it's, it's weird. Um, but... Like we do every week, we'll break it down, figure out what took place. Uh, I mean, I'm uh, I'm disappointed for sure. I mean, obviously, like everybody else, but I don't. I'm not on a lot of the boats that I'm seeing uh, rowing along about how we were dominated and like some of these other things because uh, that's that's just not really the case. Uh, you know, when you look at the numbers of it all, yes, we lost 14 to 10. We had more than enough opportunities to win the game uh, defensively. It, it looked like that we were dominated because we just kept getting run on, but realistically they were averaging like 4.9 yards of play. I, I, I mean, yes, you want it to be lower than that. I mean, we were at four, but that wasn't that bad. A lot went wrong. Uh, you know, weather, uh, you know, it, it was confusing um, to see what we attempted to do with the weather. Um, you know, I felt like the only real negative again for me in this game was that we somehow always find a way to just do what the other team wants us to do 
instead of us actually going out there and doing what we want to do. Um, you know, it's been talked about a little bit and, you know, I agree with the sentiment like this. We brought in a wide receiving core to be part of a passing game, not to be run blockers, not that they can't do it, but they should do it once or twice a game, three, four times a game where they're out on the edge blocking. I mean, realistically it's eight, 10 times, whatever, because they're blocking on most run plays, but it shouldn't be. That's what we're all about because that's not what we're built for. So that was disappointing again that we kind of seemed to do that. I thought uh, McDermott's taking some heat from this. Um, the only things I'd really give him the heat for on this would like the guy is just, he struggles to like, you know that you're never going to win a challenge on a pile of bodies. Like now, if he wants to come out and say that he did it because they needed a timeout in that situation and he just felt like he wanted to do it for that for some reason and somebody told him he had the view, I hope he would come out and say that because when you look at it right now, it just looks like it was another bad attempt at a challenge, uh, you know, that may or may not have been needed. You know, obviously it wasn't needed. We know that now, but you never know with another timeout and things like that could have changed things. So it is what it is. But we just, kind of went down and said, you know, this is what New England is going to expect us to do. And that's what we're going to do instead of just being like when we came out against, you know, against the Seattle Seahawks last season and just threw the ball a hundred trillion times said, that's what we're going to do because we know that's how we'll beat you. The same thing that New England was doing on the other side was, Hey, we're just going to run it until you can stop it. We decided to try to be balanced for some reason when we're not good at that. So that, that was kind of a struggle for me. Uh, you know, McDermott's comments afterwards, he's getting heat on that. I, I mean, I agree. Belichick, did, he, Belichick didn't do like something grand and masterful here. I mean, Tennessee's done it to us in the past. Indianapolis basically just did it to us. I mean, Carson Wentz had hardly any passing yards. Tannehill put up some passing yards in that game, but it was basically the run game that destroyed us. So it, this isn't like rocket science that's come up. It's just the thing that bothered me about it was you saw late in that game, McDermott before on the change of the quarter pulls Milano over and he's like, Hey dude, start running behind the guard. And then Milano makes the huge plays that we need immediately. So it was like, where was that when this was happening the whole game? Because that's been taking place the whole game. Trivial of errors. Uh, again, I thought uh, Mitch Morris said it best uh, in his post game press conference. We're shooting ourselves in the foot. Uh, and we just can't seem to stop doing it, you know, and it's kind of like that's the Achilles heel. Now we went from having this team that couldn't win to now we have this team that's supposed to beat everybody and they just can't finish all the time. I mean, you've got four opportunities in the red zone. This has been a struggle all season and, and come the playoffs. It's going to be intense. You're going to have to be able to punch it in. You know, and speaking of the playoffs, I know a lot of people are freaking out and concerned. Yes, we're still in the wild card. Everything's fine right now. We're, we may not win the division. Who knows? The Patriots could still fall off at any given point in time. It's all up in the air. I mean, look at what's been happening every week. So I'm not sold on the fact that this isn't over for the division with so many games left. They have to play the Colts, who just took it to us. They were playing very good football right now coming out of the bye. So that could very well give them another loss. And we're going to have an opportunity to beat them. Then we go into tiebreakers and things of that nature and two games at the end of the season. So I feel like uh, we still got a really good opportunity to be in the mix. We got to figure some things out, though. So let's dive into the offense a little bit more. You know, I. Josh, uh, he made some incredible plays. Uh, he's the reins seemed to be kind of on him a little bit. Um, you know, in the fourth quarter, it was basically like, oh, let's start throwing the ball and we were moving it up and down the field. No problem. Um, so 
he had some bonehead stuff, I would say. Um, but I mean, all the other great things that he's doing makes up for the one or two things here or there. I mean, you, of course you want to see them go away. I mean, if they would just go away, then his game right now would be elevated to the next level and it's just not happening right now. And that's fine. We still should have had enough in that game to win. The defense held them down enough and offensively missed field goal, you know, things like that. We still had an opportunity. The run game again, just I like I get Breida fumbled, but he is the speed And new England was basically showing you exactly what to do to them. Just run the ball to the outside, get to the edge. We saw it late in the game. And I think everybody's probably seen it by now. They didn't really notice it during the game um, that Zach Moss had all the room in the world to bounce the ball to the outside late in that game. And he probably gets in the end zone. But if Brita's in there, he's around the corner and gone. And it was just disappointing that it felt like the game plan didn't include him. And it went back to a guy who you just benched the week before. So didn't feel like we went into it like we were really, really confident in what we wanted to do. And I don't like that. Offensive line, uh, you know, I, I thought it would be a little better with everybody back. And that's how the offensive line I've been kind of clamoring for to let them get some weeks together to do it. It wasn't that great. Um, I mean, New England's got a good defense. They've been doing it to a lot of people, but the run game I, I on this one, I would put almost more on the backs than I would on the offensive line, even though I know it starts with them. The backs in this game, it seemed like, and it was also like just run up the middle, run up the middle, run up the middle. It was like the same old, same old, and you're running right into the best part of their defense. And typically you do that to open up the outside, but then we never even went to the outside. I mean, I, I don't even really like listening to the guys most of the time that are doing the play-by-play stuff, but they were basically calling out everything that needed to take place. Like, just get to the edges. Get to the edges. If you get to the edges, you get away from the teeth of their defense. It's, it didn't seem like rocket science, but we couldn't seem to figure that out. So, tough game. Uh, Diggs, gorgeous catch. I mean, just like, that was the other piece of it is he's just been so on fire, and then you just took the ball out of his hands. You know, Beasley was pretty non-existent. Dawson Knox had a couple drops that, you know, could have been nice catches. Uh, one was a little behind him. Um clear pass interference, you know, late in that game when we're driving down. I mean, I don't, I, I guess the bear hug is allowed in the end zone. Um, but to me, that was the atypical pass interference when he barely got his head around at the very end and he's holding on to the guy. Um, but that being said, there was still an opportunity to score and we didn't do it. Right. So, I mean, either way, the red zone woes were there It knocks. I'm not going to bag him his after the game. he, he was like, I could be do better. And it was like, yeah, I mean, plain and simple, you could do better. I mean, if he makes a couple of those grabs, who knows? And he's been making those grabs, so I'm not going to discount it. Uh, you know, it was a tough game. The weather was off. Everybody was kind of just a tad off on, on some plays here and there. So, but that's what it takes to win, you know, in Buffalo late in the year. Uh, so we're going to have to remedy that. Uh, all in all, uh, if I'm giving out the game ball to anybody, even though it sucks to do it on the losing efforts, I mean, it still goes to probably Josh Allen. I mean, he just, for what he was dealing with, uh, the play calling was just not good at all. Uh, you know, and he never even was put in the upper in the situation to do a lot of those breakout runs that would have been helpful. Uh, you know, just the play calling was, it was not that good, very predictable. Um, it looked very vanilla almost. And, uh, Vanilla is the kind of stuff that you're supposed to say like in the preseason. 
Um, but I think at this point, it almost feels like a lot of these coaches are just seeing us as we run the same formations. Uh, and that could be because that Josh likes that look and it's easier for him to recognize maybe. Um, but who knows? But it, it seems very vanilla and predictable. And we did that for years and it never ended good. Um, so it's like we're going to take the talent that we have now and just ruin it with these non-inspired game plans. Like what happened to the team that was putting up 33 points a game before the buy? Like we were aggressive. We went out and dig things. Uh, you know, it was like we told Josh to quit looking for the big play. So he quit looking for it. Now he can't seem to find a play. Um, so it's, it's, it's a weird situation right now. Hopefully they'll remedy uh, against, you know, Tampa Bay this coming week, but it's going to be a big task. Let's uh, switch over to the defensive side of the ball. I mean, all in all, I, I know, like I mentioned off the top, it looked bad. You're like, they're going to run. They ran. But realistically, uh, I mean, you look at it, uh, a 164-yard run in there, you take that away, that 64-yard run, and you're basically talking about a team that got about 180-some yards. So this defense did not do anything that wasn't worthwhile of getting a win. Uh, yes, it, it looks stupid that we were being run on left and right, but 14 points, we had four trips in the red zone. I mean, that, that should be at minimum 12 points, even if you get a field goal every trip down, right? That would have, that would have still been better than what we were doing at any point in the time in the red zone. So it was. It was tough, but this was not on the defense. The defense did what they did. It, the only thing that they didn't do was they gave up the one big play, which has kind of been an Achilles heel that when in games that we lose, um, you know, Jonathan Taylor, big runs, Derrick Henry, big runs early on. I mean, that was just kind of the Achilles heel for this defense. When we don't give up that big play, lights out. Um, obviously, we didn't get to really see what it was going to be like without Trey. I don't think uh, this wasn't a passing game, right? So, um Milano, you know, he flashed there towards the end and stuff. Uh, Traymon was pretty bottled up by what they were doing in the run game. And, uh, you know, I, if you go back and watch some of it, the way that they were running the ball and they were utilizing their big bodies out on the edges against our little bodies and letting their smaller fullback and tight end bodies take over the big D line guys. Uh, it was, it was just brilliant to watch. And, uh, in, in all of that, uh, the linebackers were getting caught up in the middle or they were getting now getting hit down the field by those linemen running free at them. Um, you know, so it was, it was masterful what they did. And with all that being said, 240 yards is all we gave up in 14 points. I mean, one touchdown, two field goals and a two point conversion. Uh, and we had four trips in the red zone. So I guess the only thing the defense could have done better was scored. Right. We could have used a, a big defensive turnover, but the other piece of that is Belichick took that out of play by running the ball for the most part. It's a lot harder to get, I, I would say, a fumble than an interception, you know, when the when the wind's whipping. So uh definitely a smart, brilliant plan in that regard. Uh, but this defense doesn't really deserve any kind of bagging whatsoever. Um, you know, for this performance, like who cares? And we've we've been run over by more yards than this before. So uh, I, there's been worse examples of this. And you know, I I think probably Pete Carroll and Seattle were asked the same things. Like, 
how does it feel to be beat when a team doesn't run the ball on you at all and all they do is pass and you know that's what they're going to do? You know, I mean, obviously, just because you know somebody's going to do something, if they're executing, it's still hard to stop or you wouldn't do it. It's the simplicity of just hat on a hat and let your guy make a play. So defensively, though, I'm not bagging any of them. Again, if I'm if I'm handing out a game ball on that side, uh, it's going back to the safeties. Uh, you know, Poyer had another nice game. He was in the backfield a bit. You know, no no big splash play here or there, but um, they they made some big game saving tackles. He and Hyde did. You know, when New England was getting through those holes. So uh, you know, kudos to them again. But this this coming week, we will get the challenge of seeing where this defense is at again because this is a team that very much could just take this game plan and say, let's just do it. Let's try the same exact thing, except for it's going to be nice weather and we have Tom Brady. Uh, so, And we also have Evans. We have Leonard Fournette. We have Goodwin. We have you know Gronk, who we've always had struggles with. So this defense will get challenged this week for real. And we will see where it truly is at. Now, granted, uh, it's probably going to be playing in cold, nasty weather in the playoffs. So we'll probably be okay in that regard. But this will be a good test to see where this defense is and uh, how we move forward. And, you know, we'll see because A.J. Klein, uh, we'll see what that looks like if he's back. Um, I thought Dotson came in and played okay. But I I think this game was definitely like it would have been nice to have A.J. Klein. Uh, I feel like he would have really helped in the run game and in, in just the way that he gets to the backfield and he attacks the ball. So, And, of course, we won't leave out the third phase of the game and uh, an important one, obviously. Um, and this one it came up kind of big time where it changed the dynamic late in the game. Uh, so the special teams was interesting in this one. You know, McDermott chose to leave both guys down. Uh, when I first saw it, I was like, yeah, I mean, it, it makes sense. I mean, uh, you know, it feels like one of the, if it's the wind, I'm seeing all the reports of the wind whipping around and everything. It feels like one of those games where maybe you just don't even put any, anybody back there, period. Uh, just let the ball hit the ground where it hits the ground and you go from there. Um, it's, it's better than having it bounce off a guy or something like that. Right. So you saw that happen on the other side of the field. Um, you know, so in that regard, and then Hyde is, he's done it in the past. He's never done it really for us, but he's done it in the past and he's a sure handed guy and he's a smart guy. And I think that was more what it was about is just smarts, not even necessarily ever really planning on anybody having to catch the ball, just making sure there was a guy back there that could direct it. So, uh, you know, and Matt, uh, the hack man, I, he actually had, he had a nice game punting the ball, um, you know, no big misses in, in crappy conditions like that. I think that's just the biggest thing. No big mistake. Uh, he didn't do that. Uh, so, you know, kudos to him. And I know it, Bassomatic, man, I, it was so close. And the way he was kicking it earlier, I can see why he went that route, um, you know, trying to keep it down that right side. Uh, but, and the kid's been killer. And yeah, it, it was a miss and it came out, ended up being huge. I mean, if, if he makes that and we're, we're down there late, we're not going for it on fourth and 14, right? We're attempting another field goal to, you know, then get ourselves in the position to be possibly winning the football game, right? At 16. So, uh, it would have been interesting, but they would have still had time to go down and do their thing as well. The way that the timing and everything would have played out on that. So we don't really truly know, but if the, all they were going to do is run, the odds would have maybe been pretty good. So, yeah, it, I mean, it sucks. Um, I'm still going to say that he's going to make that nine out of 10 times. And it just so happened that this wasn't, it wasn't the time, uh, but he's had a great season. And I think that that's going to continue. 
you know, I, I'm not really necessarily worried about it. He's got warm weather in Tampa, you know, and then from there we're going to get to, you know, kind of truly see how he's going to do in the weather. Um, but I think we're going to be fine either way. He's got the leg. Uh, it's the wind is always going to be a challenge for everybody, but he, he's going to be fine. Game ball on that end. Uh, it's got to go to hide because uh, with the wind whipping and that was a difference. I mean, that was an opportunity right there where, you know, that if we would have let that happen on our side, it would have definitely hurt us in this game, having a punt game issue the way that new England did. So kudos to him in that regard. So, this is big. I mean, we talked about it moving forward into this game that this was, you know, kind of a must win type of game. We didn't win it. Um, it's not over yet. You know, there's still plenty of room to go here. Um, it's going to get a little thicker, um, you know, with the challenge coming this week. Uh, Tampa Bay is a good football team. Uh, a matter of fact, uh, for everybody that is kind of freaking out, and I, I mean, we, I know we're not looking great right now, but uh, week 13 of last season, I, I believe Tampa Bay was eight and five. Uh, they went in to win the Super Bowl, right? So it's, it's not over yet, um, so keep the hope. But this is going to be a task, uh, especially in their building. And Brady knows this team uh, from history. It's not necessarily the same team, but he, he's he got success in his eyes this weekend, right? You you have to believe that. But we'll get into all that this uh, week on the Friday show. So make sure you guys are uh, checking out the uh, preview show on Friday morning or Friday afternoon, whenever uh, you know you guys happen to check it out. But that's going to do it for this week's uh, phase report. Uh, definitely not what we were looking for and kind of everything we were looking for because that game was set up for us to win and we just didn't finish it. But on to the next one. And as Josh Allen said, Everything we want is still in front of us. And everything you want from the Buffalo Nerd is right in front of you. And make sure you guys are heading over to buffalolowdown.com and checking out what everybody's up to over there. They're writing out good stuff, putting out good articles, if that's your jam. And obviously everything that I'm up to, you guys can find it at the buffalonerd.com. And of course, go Bills. You just listen to the Buffalo Nerd Sports Podcast. Review and subscribe so you never miss another episode. We'll see you next time. Leg out. Progressive Snapshot can save you money based on how you drive and how much you drive. So the safer you drive, the more money you could save. Now, if you didn't hear that because you were looking at your phone while driving, let me say it again. Seriously, put down your phone. That is so unsafe. If you didn't do stuff like use your phone while driving, you could save money with Progressive Snapshot. But saving or not, just put it down. And if you did hear it the first time because you weren't looking at your phone, nice work. You'd love Snapshot from Progressive because it rewards safe drivers. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Snapshot not available in California and North Carolina or from all agents. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.